Think you hate marketing? Think again. Here on the Marketing Chat Podcast, I share practical, relatable tips to make marketing easy and fun. I'm Kelly, a marketing strategist, Squarespace website designer, and founder of the Women Podcasters Academy. I'll be breaking down big ideas into actionable steps so you can get moving with your marketing with way less stress and way more fun. This episode is brought to you by HoneyBook, everything your business needs to get it done. Manage projects, book clients, send invoices, and get paid all on HoneyBook. Use my link in the show notes to get 50% off your first year with HoneyBook. Have you been told that you need a signature offer and you're struggling to figure out what that could be? Well, my guest today is here to help. I'm chatting with Andrew Wallace about building a signature offer, and he's got some great tips for you. Andrew Wallace is the founder of Andrew Wallace Consultancy. He's a heart-fueled business mentor, marketing coach, and mindset coach, empowering fitness business owners to make an impact doing what they love. He helps local fitness business owners generate consistently high-quality leads through inbound and local marketing. He specializes in proven long-term effective marketing, sales, and management techniques that get real traction resulting in highly qualified leads and a sound foundation for growth for personal trainers, studios, and independent gym owners. Welcome, Andrew. I am so happy you're here today. Kelly, it's wonderful to be here and thanks for inviting me onto the show today. Absolutely. So I'd love to hear a little about your background and how you started coaching fitness business owners. Great. Well, uh, it's um, getting on in, in years now a little bit, so I'll, we'll, I'll bring it down into, into a nugget. But um, I'm from the Isle of Man, uh, which is a small island in the UK. Um, and upon leaving school, I went into, actually went into the um, um, finance industry. Um, I worked there for 18 years. But then um, after putting on a lot of weight and losing it people were asking me how I did that and in the gym and wanted to know um whether or not I would help train them and get them into shape uh, so I qualified as a as a fitness coach back in 2004 um started up my own fitness business ran boot camps for women and had six locations and that um prompted an offer for me to emigrate to Australia in 2011 uh, to run WA boot camps um, in Western Australia um, and look after their six, no, seven locations at the time. Alongside that, the business that ran them also had an education side and they worked with fitness business owners, so gyms, studio owners, uh, personal trainers. And because I had the background in finance and obviously had my own business as well, it, 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 they shoehorned me into, into the role of a uh, business coach. And because we're only a small team, you roll up your sleeves and, and, and do a little bit of everything. And I have to admit, at the time, it was a bit of sink or swim. But thankfully, I managed to, managed to well, tread water, uh, learn a little <laughs> bit, and then uh, thankfully was able to swim. And so, so since 20, 2012 uh, up to now, I've been working primarily with fitness business owners, but also, of course, curators, uh, but primarily mm. fitness business owners. Wow. So what are some things that you struggled with early on? Because you said, you know, sink or swim, tread water. So what are some of those things? 
what didn't I <laughs> what didn't <laughs> I struggle with? Um, I, you know, I was raw. You know, I'd, I'd worked in 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 finance for large organisations, um, and when I moved into running my own business, it was like, whoa, you know, eyes wide, wide open like a scared rabbit. But, um, you know, I've always had confidence in myself and uh, I've always known that, hey, you don't need to know the answer, but you can always find the answer. Um, so it was, it was a steep learning curve. But initially, I think, and um, I think this will resonate with you because you had a, um, uh, one of your episodes is on finding that niche because initially when I was in fitness, I was helping everybody. You know, my mission is to help as many people as I can uh, lead the best possible lives they can. And um, so I was, I was wanting to, to, to train everybody and anybody. Um, and of course, as you know, in marketing, if you're trying to reach everybody, you're not really resonating or reaching anybody. So I had to really define, you know, what I was all about, put together my signature offer, which we'll obviously go into, and that's the topic of this um, of this episode. But um, knowing clearly who my target audience was, and then finding the right people at the right time to help me on areas where I I wasn't as 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 experienced uh, when it comes to marketing as I am now. Mm-hmm. That must have been quite a change with your finance background and then having to shift into so much of a focus on marketing, huh? Yeah. When I think back, it was, um, would I do it again? Absolutely. Um, it was scary. And my parents, they, they still look at me today and think, tell us exactly what you do again, sort of thing. It's like, look, you sit in front of a computer and you talk to people all day um, or <laughs> you're on Facebook or you're on YouTube. What, what are you doing on YouTube? What's, what are these things called podcasts? So they don't entirely understand and um, they see, of course, they want the best for you. And they, they, they look at um, finance or having a job as being, um, you know, structure safe and, and that side the, of things. The traditional definition of success. Exactly. Um, and they struggled when they were younger. You know, they, 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 you know, my brother and I were lucky. We had what I feel, uh, pr- not privilege, but we had a good childhood. Um, we, mum and dad always got us to, to a degree what, what we wanted and, and made sure we were safe, you know, and um, I, I'm, I'm glad of that. But I w- there was always that thing, that itch that I couldn't scratch and I never really knew what that was. And I always felt that I was the black sheep, the, the, um, the outsider. I didn't really fit into, you know, normality and I couldn't really define what that was uh, when I was younger. And I put a lot of that down to uh, perhaps – Initially, no one in my family was ever what we call an entrepreneur, like a business owner. You know, they'd always worked in jobs. And and secondly, the internet at that stage, uh, digital marketing and being online just (laughs) was a thing of the future. We we didn't know about it then. So perhaps, you know, that's one reason why I wasn't quite clear. But now, you know, it's it's. I love my job. Um, I call it a job. I love my role. You know, it's it, what gets me up. But I've got to be mindful that I've got a partner as well, and I have to take those breaks. So 
um, challenges, yes, we still have them. Mine is because I love what I do, I've got to pull myself away from helping others and actually enjoy life. So, um, uh, true, you know, yes. Once a weekend. A <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a I love my work. <laughs> yes, love my work so much that I'm just always doing it. And it's like, I don't care if it's, you know, Monday or Sunday or or what, you know, I'm just, because I love it. I just, I'm always doing it, but my daughters are adults and out of the house. My son turns 15 in two days, uh, 16, oh, wow. I mean, 16 in two wow. days. And he spends some time with his dad and, uh, at, you know, my ex-husband. Um, and so when he's over there, it's like, oh, more time to work, <laughs> but it's That's not work. It's play. Um, so yeah, I totally get you there. So what you're saying about like your entrepreneurial spirit, do you feel like you recognized it early at some point earlier in your life or that, I mean, it seems like you fell into it, but did you recognize it? Like, could you have named it earlier in your life? That's a great question. And I think a uh, simple answer is probably yes. Um, I've always had that flair for, for, for this, this role, I guess. Um, but when I think back, I was a, in my teens, I was, I set up a, a business called Sports Man. Uh, and man was M A double N because I live or lived. And I was born on the Isle of Man, and the the and the old historic way of spelling man was M A double N. So I called my my business Sportsman, and I was buying um, fitness clothing uh, apparel uh, at wholesale prices, and then going into school to sell to uh, <sighs> to folks and um, and to teachers, and then into um, when I started uh, my job, I was going into into the office and uh, selling uh, clothing and things as well. And also the books that I used to read. Um, um, uh, I'll come, I was going to say something else, but I'll come back to that in a second. But the books I used to read, you know, it was like it was um, ad copy, and you know, from the great. So it was, you know, I guess it was ingrained into me at early age. Somehow, I don't know. I don't know how, but uh, I've always had that that desire and passion. That's awesome. Yeah, it or ingrained it like just naturally there. You're born with it mm -hmm. as people, entrepreneurs usually are. You know, some people just have that entrepreneurial spirit and, and others don't. And the ones who don't just tend not to understand it. It's like, how can you take that risk? Like it doesn't feel like a risk. It, it it's a it's a pull. It's like I have to do this. Does, no, does it feel like that to you? It, it does. And when you say that, Kelly, it, 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 I, I think back to friends who looked at me as if I had two heads. You know, why are you leaving a, a well-paid job to um, to go into something that you know is it really a job? You know, fitness training because even back in two thousand and four, it was still. It certainly in the UK, relatively new. There wasn't at that stage on the island. There was no fitness studios. You had the gym, and I 
um, well, I was seen as the uh, circus act in the gym because, again, <laughs> had to be different. I had the suspension training, the resistance bands, and uh, uh, and, uh. and all that sort of thing. I wasn't using the the machine, so I was uh, left on good uh, 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 on good terms. But they they weren't too happy with me being the circus act as they, as they called me. So I became a mobile a fitness trainer at the time so people loved that because again there was that niche that that developed uh, for I wish I could say that it was something I'd planned but it uh, sort of fell into that perhaps as well so um, I've been actually I've been quite fortunate really haven't I mm-hmm. but there's that flexibility that really saves entrepreneurs when when you can be flexible like that and you know the the word that's usually used is pivoting yeah um but when you can't be flexible then that's when your your business could have just died it could have um and I, as i always say to clients and to friends who friends who say oh, i wish i could do what you do and i said well hey i'm nothing special I just had the 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 strength and the and the determination to take that first step, mm-hmm. and then when you realise, oh, that wasn't too bad. Let's take another step, and then another, mm-hmm. and then the momentum grows from there. So, um, if I can be an inspiration to to friends and, and people who I meet, then then great. But um, it, it's an incredible journey, as, as I'm sure you know. And um, hey. The way the world is after the last couple of years, we need more people who are going to get out there and and take a chance, calculated risk, and, and yeah. make the magic happen. Exactly. Yeah. People have so many gifts that they should share with the world their unique voice and talents and don't sure. hold back, you know, get them out there. And even if it's not starting your own business, but writing a book, getting on podcasts, writing a blog, you know, sharing your knowledge. So that's it. It it never ceases to amaze me that the talent out there, I look at friends who can sing or or play an instrument or can, who are great artists or, or, or whatever, you know, everybody has, you know, such skill within. Uh, It's just a shame that not everybody, you know, can it, gives the chance for it to grow and then to be able to express it. Yeah, absolutely. So back to the struggles. Um, I imagine you see a lot of what you went through happening with your clients as well. Absolutely. Um, when I first, and, and this isn't just specific to fitness business owners, it, it's business across the board, particularly yeah. small to medium-sized businesses, solopreneurs and and, and the like. Uh, when I'm generally when I sit down with somebody, it's it's they've they've been in business um perhaps not for too long, maybe a few months, sometimes for, for a number of years. But it's good to find out exactly where they're at, what their struggles are, what's what's holding them back, you know, what um, they've got the handbrake on, um, and we need to release that 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 brake. And and to do that, we do a, a quick sort of audit. Really, it could be a life audit, you know, because it might be personal, it might be mindset. Um, but generally, it's they've not got clarity on on who they are, what their uniqueness is, and um, what they are truly offering as a product or a service to their market. And once they become clear on that, 
um, and get excited about that. You know, the the light bulb goes off and the, it's that aha moment. Then then we're able to map out the steps. You know, the roadmap that they they need to take and um, and 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 in fitness it, it's similar. You know, a lot of people um, they they focus on. You know their strengths. You know, uh, guys are always bench pressing. You know, get, get, uh, but they forget about their weaknesses. And if we can bring our weaknesses up to around about the level of our strengths, then overall we're a much uh, stronger person. And it's the same in business. That yes, we will have strengths, but let, let's have a look at what those weaknesses are because they could be holding you back. And just subtle changes that are made, you know, can uh, those incremental. Um, improvements we make can you know it it builds up like um, mm-hmm. compound interest true can you give a little example of that i mean i'm thinking of something but i'd love to hear if you have um, prim- primarily and, and i guess this is why the i mentioned the the uh, episode about the the niche or niche mm-hmm. as as you guys say over there that um, <laughs> oh people over here say it different ways <laughs> okay. i speak french but i don't know why saying it oh i do know because um i studied biological anthropology in college and have a master's in biology and my first biology professor in college said niche. So that, because it's a niche comes from biology Uh and and not marketing, marketing came later. And so that's how I learned it. So that's what stuck. Yeah. Even though I speak French. So, so I guess initially, well, a lot of the time it's, it's not being clear who their, who, what their niche is, what their, um, who their, target client avatar is you know that and uh, but then i guess what we keep coming back to time and time again is they they're spent again the businesses i work with are generally solopreneurs the you know small business owners so they only have a small team or they have some contractors working with them they're spending too much time in the business uh, and they're not spending enough time on the business. And um, what I mean by that is that generally they got into whatever they do because of the passion for that particular thing. So using me as an example, personal training, you know, we love working with our clients. We love um, that interaction we have with our clients and we love the sessions that we have with them, you know, the camaraderie, the um, the, the rapport that we have with them. But when we're doing that and we're, we're on the clock, you know, working with, if you're working one-to-one, again, you've only got so many hours in the day, um, you don't you don't have enough time or you don't devote enough time to, to building your business. So the marketing, the sales, the generating leads. And a lot of the time with the clients I work with is because that's not what they got into business for. You know, they wanted that that client interaction they don't like the business side of things and unfortunately it's not it's not an evil i was going to say necessary evil it's it's an important component of our success you know if if we want to be in business you know we've got to wear these different hats but then if we devote time and we have our what we call our 90 minutes so i i encourage my clients to have what I block 90 minutes a day um, to work on the business. Uh, mm. Some clients 
for whatever reason, can't do that, but they can block 30 minutes a day, an hour a day, or they can have three or four 90 minutes through their week. But, uh, you know, I term it 90 minutes because I feel that it's long enough to get a lot done, but not yeah. too long that takes up too much of your time. So um, that's that's what we really focus on initially. I'm getting clear of who we are, what we're about and who our client is. And then looking at our calendar and making sure that we invest significant time to to spend working on that business, to grow it uh, to wherever you want it to be. And at the end of the day, we need to, because, you know, if we're looking to help our clients succeed at what they do, they need us to be clear and, and focused on what we're doing to, to, if we're successful, then they're going to be successful. Yeah. You know, I need to change the name of this podcast to the Systems <laughs> Chat Podcast because almost every single one of my guests brings up a system. You know, we and and I talk about it too. We have to have systems in place to make our business run smoothly and successfully. Whether it's like you said, putting that time aside in our calendars to consistently work on our business. Or when it's working in our business, we need to block that time aside or, you know, block it off as well and have a system for that. You know, when I am preparing for a guest, I block the time out for when I'm going to prepare the outline, when I'm going to spend time inviting guests on or responding to requests to be on the show or writing my solo podcasts or doing client work. (laughs) <laughs> all of that, all of those are systems. So it yeah. is. And I was, I was, I, I hated routine and I hated getting into what I call the rut. Um, but for, for us to be successful, we, that we have to follow a process. Otherwise we're just winging it where we're, we're flying by the seats of our pants and we're never going to be able to, to be able to grow. Uh, you know, we're just going to be stuck doing what we do at a level that we're not comfortable with. And then ultimately, we're just going to get burnt out um, and end up going back to that horrible GOB that we um, that we were, were running away from or trying to get away from. Um, so, um, you know, the, the systems, they don't have to be o- overly complex, but we have to have a process or a system that we follow so that we can get recognized results. And as we grow, we can then use those simple systems to then um, pass over to to our uh, team so that they can follow them and we get that consistent uh, flow then going forward and and ultimately you you grow and, and you, you have success. Absolutely. Great point about when we have a team and have a system ease or those systems to easily pass on to them. That's great. All right. So let's talk about signature offers since that's what we're here to, to do today. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So first, what is the signature offer and why do we need one? Why do we need one? Um, It just gives us clarity and uh, it gives us an actual product that when a a prospect or a potential client sees, that they clearly see what you have uh, on offer. What is it that you offer to them that's going to benefit them? going forward. And they're built up generally from what we call your intellectual property, your IP. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, that comes back to that S word, the system. So 
you know, we're all unique. Um, and, and again, if I take my, uh, my personal training elements, there's hundreds of thousands of personal trainers around the world. We all are trained to a degree and, and you know, in the same, uh, same sort of education. But if you go to trainer A and trainer B, the, the, they have two different trains of thought and that essentially drilled down would be their signature offer. You know, if it's clearly defined and there's a, there's a step-by-step approach to help client to get from point A to point B. So you're helping that client ultimately make a transformation in some way in fitness, it's improving their health. But as a business owner, it might be going from that frustrated working many hours, not seeing their family to being able to take time out and having a business that that runs without you being there. So, you know, that's an amazing transformation for, for yeah. somebody as well. Very true. So why do you think it's so difficult for people to create their signature offer? Again, a lot of the time, I think, uh, Kelly, is the fact that they get that they're that focused in on working in the business that they just don't take time to, to vote it or you know, it's in their head. They know very well uh, what mm-hmm. what they have to offer, but they're, they're not, for whatever reason, generally it's their marketing or lack of, they're not getting the message across to, to the end user, their potential client. So if that client or prospect is looking for a, a particular transformation, a, a, you know, a, an obstacle to overcome or a problem to solve, they're going onto Google or they're looking or, or they're asking friends, family uh, uh, for, you know, for some guidance on where they can go to overcome it. If you can't clearly define what it is you have to offer and how it will help them, then you know, the, that, there's a major disconnect there and that's where yeah. we ultimately fail. Yeah, good point. And from a marketing perspective, it seems like a lot of time people have difficulty in describing the value and the real benefits to the client. And that's what they're looking for. Potential clients are, they're not looking so much for how you do it. They're looking for how it benefits them and what they're ultimately going to get out of it. Like how it addresses their pain points and what the end result is going to be. And that can be difficult to explain. We're so used to doing, you know, the system, the signature system that it's like, oh, I do this, 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 and this. And it's like, oh, I'm forgetting about the client's perspective. That's the one thing as a business owner. If if there was one thing that, uh, that, uh, there's going to be a few things that people can take away today, but on this particular topic that think what, What's in it for for them? You know, um, on our websites, you know, particularly on about us pages, it's all me, me, me. You know, I've, and in the fitness world, it's I've got this certification, this said I went to this, I studied this, and and that all well and good. It shows that you're qualified, but as you say, it's not speaking to what you can do for that individual, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just wah 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 noise and um yeah. I'm thinking charlie brown there with the uh, teacher noise. <laughs> um, yeah i don't know what that certification is just tell me if i'm gonna be buff or yeah. if i'm gonna be stronger or yeah 
So yeah. as soon as we um, we look at any marketing we do, we make sure that uh, I only features relatively a few times, but you and what what the benefits are um, is key. Because again, with marketing, a lot of the time, a mistake we, we make is that we are very feature-based because we don't understand the differences between what a feature is and what a benefit is. But um, if if you look at any of the marketing you do, and if you're saying, um, I do this, but then if you expand upon it and why you might do that, then you're becoming more benefit-laden um, as opposed to feature-heavy. Uh, feature, feature heavy. That's great. Okay, so let's get into your tips on creating a signature offer. Cool. Well, we've got eight steps, I guess, that okay. um, we generally look at. And the first one, it's it's not essentially specific to the signature offer, but um, it's an important first step. And it's being clear on what your big uh, your big reason, what your big vision is. And uh, as I say, this isn't specific to the offer it's why do you exist you know what are you looking to achieve um you know like steve jobs what what's your ding in the universe going to be you know what excites us um if you're clear on that uh, then it opens up a whole array of opportunity and it gives us a i feel greater clarity on you know what do i want to achieve right who are my target audience that i want to work with what are their challenges that they face? And then I can start building out a solution um, of how they can, uh, as I say, make that transformation or get from problem to solution. And then if I document the steps and suddenly I've got a process or a signature program um, in, in play. That's great. Yeah, that is so important to understand your why for anything, for your first for your business, and then I think for each thing that you do in your business. So I teach that with podcasting. Why are you doing a podcast? Yeah. Not just because everyone else is doing it, but you have to know your personal deep why. So that's great. You do. And uh, I'm sure people are aware of it. But uh, for me, a big aha moment was the Simon, Simon Sinek um, uh, book, Start With Why. You know, that mm. was a powerful book. And it suddenly, as I say, it was a, ah, right. OK, I understand now. So if people haven't read that, then, you know, that would be a, a little recommendation that I would look to look to give. Yes, that is a good one. Awesome. All right. Okay. Moving on from there, step two is the actual creation of our signature offer. Um, and basically, as I say, the, the offer or is, is that initial uh, introduction that we make to, to our prospect. They're not a client at this stage. They've, they've got a particular problem or an obstacle that they face, or there's a transformation, as I say, that they wish to make. And they are now searching. They are. They. They've. They've made that uh, connection. That hey, all's well. You know, there is a solution out there. They. They are now searching for that. For that solution. They're going on to online. Generally, it'd be Google or any other search engine, and they are searching out. We're using keywords. So if we are clear on what our offer is, and we are um, mapping out and and using that terminology. In our, in our marketing, then there's a good chance that, that they're going to get 
uh, an understanding or what's it, visibility of of who you are and and start seeing what that um, okay what is this offer that you're um, that you're um, making to me how how what impact is that going to have on me mm-hmm. okay and then moving on into that is step three so we move from the actual offer which is as I say it's it's that overview of what we've 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 we're going to give them um, mm-hmm. into building out that signature system. Uh, mm-hmm. So again, there's that S word. Um, and in essence, it's just right. What do you do? What do you do for your clients? What do you do with your clients? And again, in those 90 minute windows that you're now setting yourself um, to work on your business, Use one of them or or a number of them to just take some time and and either on paper or on your computer, just map out the steps that you take from when somebody's here to when somebody's there. And your signature system, your signature program is the is the bridge or the road that gets um, them from point A to, to point B. Um, so that gives us uh, that structure then uh, on that. And that makes life so much easier then for when it comes to marketing because you know we're suddenly cleared on on what we're doing. We know that we bear uh, that the steps that everybody takes, and we've got this repeatable system then that we can use. And then as we take people through it and we start seeing some fantastic uh, results, suddenly we're building up referrals, we're building up testimonials, success stories that we can use. And um, repurpose back into our marketing, which makes our whole program even more successful because mm-hmm. you know there's a buzz. People are talking about it, uh, yeah. so that's key. One question about that because I'm already feeling resistance from people, and I and I know this from having spoken with people in the past. But my system is customized to each client. So what do you say to that? That's not my answer, but, you know. Hey, I I feel the same. I I felt Mm -hmm. the same. And, yes, there's going to be nuances where um, we we do look to provide. And and that can be built in to being Mm -hmm. uh, a unique part of your your system in that you've got that tailored approach Mm -hmm. or that, or as we say in the UK, uh, the bespoke um, mm-hmm. like a tailor, you know, ta- like a, right. a suit, it's tailored to that specific person. But um, taking all that aside and just being clear on things, um, there are elements that we do which are repeatable. Uh, but as I say, um, well, I even with my- the suit, you still go through the same process you every do. time. Yeah. You measure, I mean, you come up with, a design. So you have the vision of what the outcome is going to be. You know where you are. I want a suit. Okay. And I don't have a suit. I want a suit. So there's where you are. There's what you're going to get. So you have the, the tailor comes up with the design. They measure you and they start working and they try it on you. And then they fit it and blah, blah, blah. And all those steps, I'm not a tailor or seamstress. So I have no idea. But, you know, so the, it's the same steps. It is. It is. They just customize and, it for you. 
And, and an example I can give it within the fitness field, um, I when I realized that you know one-on-one training was great, and that became my uh, my premium priced offer because it was the working one-on-one, but I needed to be able to be able to help more people. So that's where my boot camps came. So I was able to help with a group of 15 to 20 uh, women at the time. I had a missing part in between. You know, I had the one-on-one and had the large group, but then I realized that um, some people didn't couldn't afford my one-on-one, but weren't would get lost in a large group. So we needed a small two to three person uh, training session which was affordable, but they've got the benefits of one-on-one training. So that's when my semi-private um, um, came about. And people say, and again, this was other coaches asking me, well, how can you do that? Because everybody's different and you know, they want a customized program. I've got to give them that customized. So hence why it's relevant to this particular question you ask is that I remember, um, I guess the most um, Relevant piece was I had Marilyn, who was at the time, she was late 50s, um, housewife. And I had Andy, who was in his early 20s at the time. Um, And they were both doing their same program at the same time. They didn't know each other to begin with, but that that was the time slot that was available to them. But because I had a a system in place that we would do um, like a horizontal push, so a push up or a chest press, Andy was doing his exercises on the bench press machine. Marilyn was doing push-ups against the wall because she couldn't, she didn't have the strength at the time. It was customized to their specific needs, but because we had an overall system, a process, a signature yeah. program, we were then able to take them through this, a similar program, but mm. having that process which we knew would would generate the desired yeah. results at, at the time. So hopefully that example gives a little bit of insight yeah. into um, and to be able to overcome that. Uh, but great, yeah. question. great question. No, that great answer. Yeah, great example. Thank you. Cool. All right, next. Next step four is really honing in on your uniqueness. So when I say uniqueness, I'm pronouncing the you as in why, Y-O-U, you know, what makes you, why? You know, we are all, we're all the same, but we're all different. We all have our strengths. We all have our beliefs and so on. So what makes you uniquely you? Because sprinkling that little bit bit of magic of yourself into into your program Mm -hmm. immediately sets you apart from the competition. You know, why would somebody, uh, a prospect, want to work with you as opposed to Joe Bloggs or Jane Bloggs down down the road if they offer a similar product. And that's why having this this uniqueness and having a a defined uh, system that people can see delivers results and great results, then money's almost taken out of the equation. It's, I want to work with you. I want to take part in in that particular uh, program. And Mm -hmm. um, again, using the fitness um, world as an example, um, he's he's building a, um, a a following in the US now, but in the UK we've got Joe Wicks, uh, who's called the Body Coach, and he brought out an online program oh, about five, six, seven years ago now. Um, and he would freely admit that he wasn't the greatest personal trainer, but because he had this program and everybody was talking about the um, this particular program. 
it didn't matter. They wanted to do that program and that program alone. And uh, wow. if, if you break it down into comparing what he did to what I do with clients to um, a, 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 a gym instructor in a gym, it's the same exercises, it's the same movements, it's the same warm up and cool down to with sort of changes, but because he built it into this system and built a community around that and mm -hmm. delivered exceptional value, uh, mm. then, you know, he's become a, a roaring success and, um, wow. um, and, and it inspires a lot of people within the fitness world. Yeah. Great example. So having that uniqueness yes. is key. You sprinkle that magic and um, oh. I don't think you'll go too far wrong. Yeah. So just looking down my notes, keep us on track. Um, step five is pricing. So I know this is something that you're... Oh, <laughs> tough, tough, tough. <laughs> so you've got to price your signature offer based on the value it gives, not on what you believe you should be charging. Don't mm -hmm. go pet comparing yourself at what... Um, Joe down the road charges for, for a, a similar product or what mm -hmm. Mary might charge for her. Focus on the value that you, you give your clients and the results that you attain for them. And again, I don't think you go too far wrong. And this is one big mistake, one of the big mistakes that I made because I didn't value myself enough. You know, I was concerned, oh, they won't, they'll see that as being too expensive. And, uh, oh, I, you know, I, I wouldn't pay that, mm -hmm. but I wasn't my ideal client, mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, and mm -hmm. I, I was not being true to myself at the time in, in being confident enough to say, I'm, I'm changing their lives. You know, yeah. they, uh, you know, I'm having a significant impact on their life. You know, they are now able to go to the park with their, with their kids and, and keep up with them when they play football or, you know, or run after yeah. them uh, 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 or whatever as, as, a, as an example. So, you know, this is life-changing what we do. And not only in the fitness industry, within any sort of service or product we offer, it, yeah. it's having a, a positive impact on somebody. So, you know, have the confidence and and charge you know charge what you're worth absolutely um, and not by the hour either not by the hour for for you know think about what you're helping them achieve that transformation mm -hmm. as i call it and and value it and price it accordingly on on that ultimate thing because yeah. people sometimes again in fitness and oh that's expensive mm -hmm. but then expensive as to what you know what are you yeah. comparing it to and mm -hmm. um you know, they'll 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 go and spend 30, 30, 40 dollars on, on a takeout or a, a night out might cost whatever, but investing in their health again using the mm -hmm. fitness uh, uh, world as a backdrop, you know, they they they've just not understood the value that you're giving. So um be clear on that and you know, be true to yourself and and as I say, price at what what value you're offering those people because mm -hmm. doing that um then you'll you'll realize that um things the magic happens as i say absolutely that's great then we've got the foundations in place um mm -hmm. and we can grow you know when you're building a house um if, if we've got poor foundations then yes you can build that house but it's not going to last <laughs> for any length <laughs> <Right>. of time <laughs> 
<laughs> so we've got the foundations in place now, and now we want to start being able to build. And, and again, from that, it's having that blueprint. And in this instance, step six is creating a marketing plan uh, that's going to help you achieve what you want to achieve, hit those uh, those sales and marketing goals, but also it's going to help you reach out to your target audience on the platform where they're based. And again, um, big mistake I made was that I was trying to throw a lot of things out there and hoping something would stick. Um, this day and age, it's so much easier to, to get the word out there. But the challenge is, if we're on the wrong platform, then... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our, our audiences are going to hear us. So, um, again, within the fitness world, we would look at the likes of Facebook and Instagram. Um, mm. um, when I was actively... Um, I still have some clients I, 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 I do their fitness training for uh, with online programs now. But when I was... Um, doing uh, my physical my mobile training i realized that my core client base were were professionals they were lawyers accountants mm. and the likes and i and when i understood with the lawyers that you know if they were stood up in court they needed confidence they needed poise they needed stamina yeah. and they needed clarity then all of this became part of my messaging that i was able mm -hmm. to put down into my marketing and of course then we started getting real traction on that. So yeah. step six is creating that marketing plan mm. and, again, keeping that authenticity uh, yeah. and, and sticking to uh, what, you, what you're good at, what you feel comfortable on. Uh, you, you, you're great on video. You're great on, you know, your podcasts are, are fantastic. You know, that mm. is your confidence comes Thank across. You. But that's not for everybody, and that's okay, Yeah, you know. Um, just because yeah. we're on this medium now doesn't mean that you have to be. Um, mm -hmm. You might be great at writing. You might be great in, in um, running a workshop in front of a small group. Mm -hmm. If that's your marketing angle that you, that you approach, your, if that's your marketing strategy. So understanding where your strengths lie and, and work on them, but coming back to what I said earlier, but equally work on those weaknesses as well just to bring them up a fraction and I think a lot of us, again, using myself as an example, we're trying to do everything. We're trying to hit every single medium. We just yeah. don't have enough time. We don't yeah. have the resources or perhaps the marketing budget to do that. So pick right. one primary marketing channel to begin with. Mm -hmm. You know that Make that your own. Become good at that. And as you build momentum with that and you're able to build a system on how you do that so that you can perhaps outsource then perhaps look at another um, particular one that you, that you can follow and, and, and build from there would, would be excellent my advice. Yeah, that is excellent. We don't have time to, to be everywhere and it, it, we get spread too thin and, and it weakens the message. Absolutely. It does. It does. And, uh, and, and that's the key, as I say, so pick one, focus on that for a period of time i would say up to about a year till you get really mm -hmm. good at it and then start looking at things because people might say a year really yeah yes <laughs> but this isn't a sprint you know we're not mm -hmm. usain bolt we're, we're looking at the marathon we're looking at the long game the, the bigger picture here so you know let's take our time let's get good at this and um yeah. 
you become known for that. You become an authority in your marketplace within your field of expertise. And on that platform, you will get yeah. recognized. And, and as people start seeing you frequently and we've got consistency, which is key in market, well, consistency is key with everything. But if we're yeah. consistent with our marketing, then people are going to recognize the, the frequency that you're putting out. Let's say a blog post let's say it's a weekly blog post and you email them on a particular day, then they're watching out for that. And as your name uh, gets recognized and they start seeing you dropping into their inbox, that's the first thing that they they open because, you know, that they, they love your voice, they love your uniqueness and they love mm-hmm. uh, the message you're conveying. So um, you, you get recognized and they might, t- might take action right away or they might take action six months, a year down the line, um, mm-hmm. they will take that action when they're ready. But if you're yeah. consistently appearing in that place, in that in-tray or inbox or on online, then they know that you're there and they, they get to see that. And that's where the um, initial relationship um, starts yeah. and grows from there. Very true. That's great. From there... We've got clients now. Our marketing succeeded. We've got people in through the door. They're enjoying uh, the the journey they're taking with you. Um, they've made the right decision, and they have a fantastic um, transformation. They are raving fans now. You know, they are singing from the rooftops, and they want everybody to know. People are noticing yeah. that uh, their confidence how they look or whatever, the, the results are clear to see. So that becomes, you know, it's that client experience and that speaks volumes, you know, mm-hmm. and that becomes a key a key area of your marketing essentially because, you know, you've, you've took the time to wow people. You didn't spend, uh, as I've seen too often, unfortunately, where people spend so much focus on getting people in through the door and then they forget about them and uh, they're just left to their own devices and yeah. they don't get the results they want. They become disappointed and they start feeling like a failure. Why didn't work for me? And that's not yeah. fair. It's not on them. It's on us as, as the business owner to make sure that, yes, we've done the hard work getting them in through the door. But let's mm-hmm. take them by the hand and guide them uh, and show them that it, it is a fantastic journey and we're there every step of the way. Um, yeah. uh, you know, I think of some clients, I put my arm around them to give them support. Others needed that kick up the backside to uh, mm-hmm. get them to take action. Uh, whatever yeah. it's the carrot or the stick um, approach, you know, we, we, we will determine that at the time, but make sure that they get the experience they deserve because they've invested time and money into into this and uh, we want uh, we want them to succeed and they deserve to succeed so absolutely yes yeah client experience is so important That's and great. then the final one is just coming back to that s word i'm sorry guys but it's so <laughs> sorry not sorry <laughs> getting your systems in place you know what you're never going to hit the home run or if you do straight out the gate it's it's lucky you try that again you try that a third time and a fourth time so it's always again having that time to be able to um review and refine where necessary you know maybe we've got too many steps in the process 
Uh, maybe we need to dial it back a bit, or maybe we've missed a, a, an important step. You know, we've got somebody in through the door and they're going through the program and suddenly, oh my goodness, what, why haven't they got the, the results we wanted? Ah, well, mm-hmm. there's a missing element there. Mm-hmm. And so we can address that and, and improve upon. So that's refining and documenting it down then because that becomes a significant asset of your business then. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I always say to clients that your key asset is your is your client list, um, but then because uh, no one can take that away from you. But then yeah. having these these uh, programs that you develop uh, and make your own, your signature systems, you know, there's there's significant value in that. And uh, as I say, no one, you know, they, they become sellable uh, if if the want or need ever ever rose, of course. Right, right. So they're the eight elements um, of it. Um, so it's get clear on your big vision. Step two, create your signature offer. Step three, design your signature system. Step mm. four, hone that uniqueness. Step mm. five, price your signature offer, mm. making sure it's uh, uh, based on the value of the transformation it delivers. Six is create that marketing plan. Seven, wow them and deliver that client experience that turns those clients into raving fans. And then the final one, get your systems and tech in place. So it becomes, you know, this ultimate system that you can be proud of. And, and, um, Hey, we, we run off into the sunset and we can plug and play and live life how we want to live it. So that's it in, in a nutshell. That is awesome. Thank you so much, Andrew. This is really great. I, you know, I've learned about signature offers or signature programs before, and this is just so clear what you just shared. Oh, fantastic. And yeah, I love the step-by-step process and yeah, it's just really understandable. And I think if, if listeners go through these steps, it'll be very clear and and easy for them to do. Not easy, you know what I mean. It's going to take time, but it takes time. doable. It's, it's doable. doable. It's doable. Yeah, absolutely. And so you've laid it out, haven't you? In in something that the listeners can get for from. You. Yeah, it's a bad printout. Sorry, but I've put together a little workbook for because I felt that this is such an important component of ultimately getting success, getting clarity, and helping you. The, uh, create um, the program that you've always wanted to create it. I know you have it in here. We just need to get it out there in, in such a way. So I've, I've, met, I've put together a little workbook for, for, for listeners uh, to, to follow. And hopefully as I've done it in such a way and that it's relatively straightforward and as you say, doable for them mm-hmm. to get, um, uh, get theirs down from here onto paper and um and then into 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 actual realities then on their websites and out into the world (laughs) awesome so i will put a link to that in the show notes and on this episode's page on my website so thank you so much for doing that that's really generous for you to take the time to to create that and share it no thank you kelly it's been wonderful i've enjoyed uh, coming on to uh, the show today and um, thank you for your time and hopefully um everybody's uh, got some value from it if there's that aha that little nugget that gets them to take action, then, you know, I'm a happy boy. Absolutely. Oh, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And thank you all for listening today. Um, As always, you can find uh, 
uh, or you can leave comments, sorry, on this episode's page on my website, link in the show notes. And all of Andrew's links will be in the show notes and on this page of my website. You can find his website and a link to download his workbook. So thank you again. I'll see you in a few days. So see you next time on the Marketing Chat Podcast.